If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. In a world where all of John Granado's vices combine in a symphony of debauchery, two strangers must work in tandem to prevent John's gambling, golf, and guzzling from consuming and destroying all those surrounding him during his episodes. Those strangers are Lance Erline and Del Olalea, and the task ahead of them is vast and treacherous. Can they face the challenge? Will they survive? Well, you're about to find out because you're in the trench. Get in the trench. Live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles. It's John and Lance. All right, welcome back. I just posted on X, what formerly the uh, site formerly known as Twitter, how you can, uh, the website where you can reserve your spot here at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Come for a weekend. And uh, and check it out. If you have not done this, get get some buddies together. Four of you come on down. You play golf. You hang out. You get your rooms here. You watch the games all weekend long. Just fantastic. It doesn't get any better than this. I'm telling you, what a great weekend. And it's a lot cheaper than going to Vegas. So get on over here. Uh, it is a Vegas casino. You going and uh, you swim in today at the pool, though? I didn't bring trunks. I was talking to someone, and she said... I don't want to be your friend anymore because you didn't bring trunks. Like, apparently, she's a traveler, and that's a known thing. I didn't even think about bringing. Uh, you didn't even think she's about. She's a no. traveler. No, not a not a gypsy. She oh, okay. likes to travel. Oh, a lot. we used. You the didn't G bring word. your trunks. We used the G word. Yeah, we can do it here. Yeah, we can. We can in Louisiana. In Louisiana, we can say that word. Oh, that is true. Yeah, that is true. Tell you didn't bring your trunks today. I didn't bring my swimming trunks. I didn't think about it at all. Oh, you do not fit into the traveler mold. You don't even have your trunks, though. No. I like that as a name, Traveler, that they call gypsies traveler, travelers. Well, they they don't like the term gypsy because it has negative connotations. So you're supposed to always have your trunks. Well, when times. you go to yeah. a resort, you're supposed you, to have your who's trunks. Who's your friend? Yeah, you're at a resort. Well, well, wait, wait, wait. Why are you asking me things? Who's this friend that's telling that's going through yeah. Dell's wardrobe stuff like, where's your no, trunks? No, I sent the, the picture of the view. Who, she, to who? Does she want you to who go? Who is this person that maybe. you're sending that to? No one you know. All natural? I can give you. No. Does she want you to go all natural? Dell's got a girlfriend. I don't. I said no. I would have said girlfriend, but I said friend. I don't. I'm not going to hide that. If I had one, I had a friend. She doesn't live in the state. We, she, I know her. She goes. I sent her a picture of the view because I told her I was going to be here. And she goes, well, "You're going to get on a slide?" As a joke, I was like, "I didn't even see a slide. Apparently, there's a slide." And I said, "I didn't even bring my trunk." She goes, "I don't want to be your friend anymore. You didn't bring trunks to a resort. That's what it was." Well, it must not have been a very tight relationship. You must not have been bringing it. Well, okay. what? <laughs> If I say friend, HRP, if she's, if she's, yeah. if she's, HRP. If she's, if she's like unfriending you because John, you didn't bring trunks. John, I don't know how, if you know friends tell each other jokes. Mm. Yeah. I, don't, okay. I, don't, I don't know if you know this. All right. Well, your uh, friends buy each other clothes. Yeah, so your friends stop. buy each other jeans. No. Stop. I wouldn't want to be a friend to you at all. Apparently. Apparently. Apparently not, not bringing it. Yeah, because John has never heard a joke between friends before. He thinks that's a serious conversation. This is thing he's got on you now, so he's going to wear this one out. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> hey, we got a giveaway. University of Houston takes on UTSA this Saturday. All right, just a couple of days away now. And uh, the Cougs' first season in the Big 12. Uh, Brian, caller number four, 
at exactly, let's see what time, at exactly 8.10. Let's just do it coming up right here. 8.10. Uh, you're going to win four t- uh, two tickets, excuse me, to the game, 713-780-3776. But don't call until 8.10. Caller number four wins a pair of tickets to the University of Houston game on Saturday, September 2nd, just two days away. You can also get a family four-pack, four tickets, four hot dogs, and chips, uh, four sodas for just $60. Go to UH. Cougars.com slash tickets or call 713-GO-COUGS to get your tickets today. Tickets also start at just $20. Uh, the, there's less than 4,000 seats left. How about that? That's great. That is great. They are, uh, as soon as the season ends, they're putting in all new suites. They're tearing out the end zone. They're putting in, they're making it, uh, um, it is going to be totally, totally sweet. Uh, and, you know, they've got uh, a lot of big plans going on for the University of Houston. I, I really like that Dana, what Dana said, screw them to the University of Texas and to uh, Oklahoma. Uh, but Steve Sarkeesian is none too happy, right, with what's going on with uh, your mark. Your mark told, your mark told uh, Texas Tech to go and do what they did last year and take care of that business against Texas in the first game of the uh, – in the last game of the season, excuse me, on Thanksgiving. Here's what uh, here's what Star- Steve Car- Sarkeesian said about that. He said, I got a letter from the commissioner about sportsmanship the day before that speech. So I'm trying to figure out what are we promoting to our student-athletes to go say those types of things. I'm not guessing he's going to have his Thanksgiving dinner with us the night before that game. I'm S- guessing he's not. Can he uh- – Hold on. Stop being so damn soft. They are soft. There's nothing about sport. What was so bad, uh, I guess sportsmanship-wise, about the Big 12 commissioner saying to his current and future Big 12 member, go beat Texas? Well, there's the, I saw some, what, some what, websites that, that were going, uh, Texas is still part of the Big wait 12. Till he finds out what you da- should be unbiased. Wait till he finds out what Dana says. Oh, yeah. How is that bad sportsmanship? Well, it, well, I, are you sure Dana should have said this, though? I mean, no. Not, you, you mean after the game, yeah. Yeah. After you play I probably Texas. wouldn't have thrown that bolt some board stuff oh, out there. No, no, no. Texas has a chance to be pretty good. I, well, Dana spoke his mind. Yeah. You know, I respect well, Dana it. Dana always spoke, speaks his mind. He spoke his mind. He asked a good question. He got, he got in his bag, and he just unleashed Sark's, on him. Sark's a perfect um, coach for Texas, just as soft as they are. I mean, continue with that. Stop it. Just go win the football game. Yeah. We all know where you're going. Why would the Big 12 commissioner have any kind words for, the, for a team that almost ruined his conference? They had to scramble to keep it together. Stop it. Soft ass. How about Texas. this? I, I'm going to take the other side. I'm going to defend my are. wife's school of here. Of course you are. How about, you, how about be a pro commissioner? A pro? How about be it a pro football. commissioner? It's cost football. How about do your job? How about You how have about, one job. Oh, your job is to look about, over this conference. How about this, Texas? How, how about actually get some pros, some kids that are drafted? How about do we that because instead we care of about all the college, five stars okay, that you don't develop? Okay, now that I'm on uh, devil's advocate side for my wife's team, how about we worry about college uh, student-athletes? You can worry about pro stuff where you're just running them through that diploma mill over there at LSU, John. What we're trying to do is get student-athletes. <laughs> when Tulane has more draft picks than you do, okay, then you know what? Student-athletes. Okay, student-athletes. Yeah. Five stars. Do you remember that bit Raheel did when he, when, he, when he said he was looking for sportsmanship yeah. at, at his final key to the game? Yeah. We learned that at Texas. Apparently Sark did too. How about you, how about you lose less than four games in a season Sark's, before you start talking about Sark's, sportsmanship? Sark's sensitive, though. Oh yeah, yes. Sark is sensitive. I've learned that, and I think I think there is. It is so weird that everyone who goes to Tech, Charlie Strong, one 
sensitive necessarily. He just didn't end up being a Oh, Tom Herman was sensitive. Great, yeah, Tom Herman was always sensitive. So Mac Brown was mega, oh my God. mega sensitive. It's been a weird thing at Texas. I just I don't understand how no matter who's at Texas, the same stuff happens. But I do think they're going to win this year. I think they'll win at a pretty high clip. Yeah, probably Not with Sark. That leadership. If I'm Sark, I'm just like. It's so I, inconsequential. Who cares? Here's what I do. I take it behind the scenes to the players. Like, look at this. I use it as motivation. Yeah. I take all that stuff as us against I don't. Them. I don't know if he knows this, but every place he goes to where a Big 12 team is, re- remains, they already hate you. Now they know that you're leaving. You're going to you're gonna catch it more. I don't think the Big 12 commissioner Wait saying what he said is going to affect you. You're going to hear that in every road building. What if they do horns yeah. down? Then how are we going to? That's you unfair. You saw that. Was, and that and gets penalized on the field. Yeah. No, 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 no. By the way, everybody does horns down. It, if you play South Carolina, they will yeah. do horns down. If it you, hurts our feelings. When you play Iowa State, it's horns down. When you play teams that aren't even in your conference, if what? you play Boise, they're fans. Wait till they get to the How SEC. This, but let me ask on you. You think the SEC is going to penalize people for doing horns down? No, but let me ask you this question. Uh where, how did this? How did this travel? But is it because the game is such a big game or such a a well known game? Texas, Oklahoma, like Texas fans don't care that Oklahoma does it. They don't like when other people do it. But how did horns down become an international symbol? Of any time you play Texas, you're supposed well, to do horns down. Well, any team, any team who has that symbol, symbol is going to have it. Yeah. I'm a Miami fan. We haven't. Been, oh, they we do haven't been the good. They down. do the U yeah. down. It happens everywhere. Like yeah, the Gator true. Chomp gets crossed. Cut like a slit throat neck thing because they're like when they do that. Yeah, it's it's what everyone does. As long as you have a hand signal, someone's going to take their shot. Yeah, at but it. It, it hurts our feelings though, Del. Well, get over it. Well, I mean, you know what? It would be nice if people show some sportsmanship would, to Texas. And the worst part of <laughs> and and the worst part about it is he put it on his players. What is he trying to teach our student athletes? It's not about the players. He hurt your feelings for whatever reason, and now you're bringing it to to the public. These players don't care what the Big Twelve commissioner they really said. Stop it. They really don't. They don't. In real life, they don't. And, and you know what? They know. Uh, nobody's going to like us. Guess what? I would, if I'm Sark, oh, look at it. Look at this. This is an us against the what world. You do. It's us against the world this year. Yeah. And they've got a talented team. If they don't do it this year, they haven't done it since 2009. If they don't win this conference this year, they're so weak. This, I, I, I'm telling you, I don't know how te- te- Texas has had all of this talent. And they've been so weak I'm since a, 2009. I know the talent. I'm just amazed by everyone backing this team, considering the coach's history and the program's history, that, oh, this is the year. This yeah. is the year they figure it out. You know there's going to be some team. Kansas State 12. is going to win this conference. They might. They did it last year. Now, no Deuce Vaughn, so that's a big, that's a big miss. But until, why would anyone back Texas until proven otherwise? Make Texas show you that they are what you think they are before you pick them. It's been, you mentioned 2009. It's been Holy a decade crap. and a half almost since they won anything. And, lo, oh, this is the year. Why? Because Quinn Ewers, the guy who, who would rather transfer to get his money than stay in high school, is the guy you want to back? Stop it. Why, why back have them you, until they do it? Have you heard this yet? I'm not going to say what it is. I'm not supposed to. Ooh. Have you seen this? Are those University real? of Houston Are those uniforms? Real? Oh, I love that. It's real. Has, has anyone That's told you? That's U of H? You? Yeah. It's not the Texans. Not the Texans. No, it has Big 12 on it. It's, Ooh, it's I their oiler. Uh, uh, what? Oh, you know what? No, what? no, no, no. It's this hasn't there. been released. Oh, no, it hasn't not. been released? Oh, it hasn't been released? No. Oh, that is sweet. That is totally when sweet. When does it come out? When are they gonna? When is the promo stuff going to come out for that? Let me see. I think you're going to like the uniforms if you like Houston, period. If, wow. Now that we've seen them. That's, that is sweet. That's a third kit, as we call it. It's, oh, my goodness. That is totally sweet. All right. Well, it, you're you're going to find out soon enough. Lance Nice. I think it drops today. 
It drops today? Oh, I cool. I think it's going to drop today. Cougars, cool. I didn't know Cougars were going to have a new, uh, a new uh, uniform. Uh, it's, it's totally sweet. Where do you see it later today, people? ESPN 97.5.com. Fighter of the Night Man. I miss you, Night Man. So bad. Chances are John stayed up all night on a high after winning big at the Baccarat table. And Lance is refreshed from his Japanese spa treatment, funded by a 16 parlay win. It's John and Lance, live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. How about them Astros just winning again in first place? Oh, by the way, oh, yeah, those Rangers who are uncatchable. Remember when... Y'all were saying, oh, yeah, the Rangers, there's no way they can catch the Rangers. They, there's no, there's just no chance. They're already a game that's, ahead of them. That's a gross mis- no, it's misinterpretation not. of what actually was discussed. No, you no. Said, you, no you, one they ever, won't win the division. No one ever said they wouldn't win the division. You win by yes, six they did. and a half. You, said, oh, six, yes, they you did. said six and a half. That was the contention. I said six. Well, whatever. Six but, then. But, but, yeah, but no, no. They can't win. If they they won't don't win the get division. no. The thing is, they were they three have to games get to back six. in August, they and y'all were like, six. "It's over. We're gonna be a wild." They have to get to six. They have to get to six. That's what you said. You said, you said six. They're gonna win the division and by look, six games. Man, they're gonna might wanna uh, beat the Rangers by twelve games. The who way cares? they're playing. What about Seattle? Now okay. do Seattle. No, who cares about Seattle? I don't care. I, we were talking whoa, about beating whoa. the Rangers. Now you don't, win the division. Be, by, win, you said win, win the, the division. division yeah, by you guys six. didn't even know that Seattle was a team at that time. You win didn't even the think the they, they had a team by six. If they don't, don't know nothing. If they don't, you said you would. Y'all are so weak. Unpaid eh, we're not going to win the division. No, what it's too hard. If the Astros don't win the division by six games, he said. He, no, you said they wouldn't even win the division. That's not true. Yes, no. you did. That's not true. He's changing it. He's, He's changing moving the goalposts on you. No. He said not six games. Win, win by six. Both. The conversation it's too was hard never right about now. whether the Astros would win He's the division. Tricky. It was always about how many games they would win it by. Not even fans. Just beat it, okay? Don't need you two on this train. Just put your Stroud Boy shirt on and stop lying to the people. Uh, my, I do. I, I wish I had a Stroud Boy shirt. If anybody finds one, send me uh, send me the link. I'll um, buy me a Stroud Boy shirt because I am a Stroud Boy. But I'm more of an Astro Boy. Okay, I, I am, am a, a fan. I'm a fan. He boy. just said I am a Stroud Boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, am. I am. Okay. And I'm sure I am quite sure the Texans do not want you propagating Stroud Boys. I don't know why. I think that's a great. It's I, I, it's can, clever. If they if, if there's a if there's a, a sections of Stroud Boys out there, the Texans are going to love that Stroud Boy T-shirts. Let's go. Let's get it. Um, Astros win again. Uncle Mike with a nice uh, uh, another uh, man. I'm going to tell you this now. I just saw a top five contenders for Cy Young in the American League. Fromber's not part of it. Fromber's a uh, little hiccup there. Uh, was it, it's it's probably too much to overcome. Garrett Cole is still the favorite, um, but there's guys up there that you, you probably never even heard of that are having really great years in the American League. Fromber's not one of them. That's just fine. That's okay. You can under Fromber looks like he had twelve straight no hit innings, or no, he had nine straight no hit innings uh, after his seven, and then the first two innings. Maybe it was. No, 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 no. Maybe it was uh, 10, 10 or 11 straight no-hit innings. And Fromber looks like he's back again. Fromber's got – that breaking ball was cutting. Uh-huh. Uh, he was humping it. His sinker was humping it up there at 95. He is 
Fromber looks like Fromber again. Yeah, Fromber now maybe looked, Fromber's game one starter. I don't he care. He had that nice tail on that fastball that bites in on left-handers, and I, I, I'm I'm comfortable with Fromber, and I just I, I probably shouldn't be as comfortable as I am with with Justin Verlander because we still need to see more than just a game from him looking really good because his last one he. You know, it was a little bit of a struggle for him. <clears throat> but uh, I don't know. I don't worry about him either. Javier, I'm to the point where I don't want to see him. I just don't want to see him pitch in the postseason. And then, uh, uh, you know, France came back. It is it is weird going into a season knowing that you went into the season with so much high hopes for your pitching staff. McCullers, uh, Garcia, they're nowhere. You know, you, you're not going to have them. Two, two guys who are starters out of the road rotation completely they they don't play this year hunter brown has been a little up and down and then javier has been this has just been one of the the most disappointing follow-up seasons that i've ever seen for an astro uh and with that said you know you're kind of having a piecemeal when the offense is great it's it's fine but Right now, you're kind of having to piecemeal your rotation. You really don't know what you're going to get on any given day from most of these pitchers. That's the concern. But what I didn't expect is for the offense to get this hot uh, with so many players getting this hot right now. So on the road, they are just such a good road team. They're much better at, at on the road than at home. They go on the road, sweep Boston and Boston. Jordan, as you mentioned. First John, time they've done that. It's the first time they've done it, and Jordan is the greatest hitter in the his, history of Fenway. That's by fifty or more I, I, pets. Look, I'm a numbers guy. Well, That's what the numbers say. Yeah. No, 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 no. He's the greatest ever, greatest hitter in the history of Fenway. Fifty more or more at bats. That is totally, totally sweet. Jordan is. Jordan looks like himself again. Bregman looks like himself again. Tucker is Tucker. Altuve's Altuve. McCormick, Uncle Mike, Pena's hitting. Even Machete is hitting. Holy crap! Now you got the Yankees tonight. You got the Yankees at home tonight, a, a weekend series. This is pretty big, and you know, I, and the Yankees suck, but this is still pretty big. You don't face Cole in this series. It's Verlander, Radon, Brown, and Severino, and Javier and King. Asked, okay, so you know, we saw JP France in Game Two in Boston. Asked about, hey, you know, he just got lit up for ten runs against the same lineup, are you going to pitch him again in Boston? And he goes, and Dusty was like, yeah, what are we, cowards? He goes, I got to teach. Who asked that question? Well, the media said, are you going to switch up the rotation? That's a question. Are you going to switch up? Because it was the same matchup, Bellow against him, and he gave up 10 runs at Minute Maid, so he faces him again at Fenway. So? And, And Dusty goes, no, no. And you know what was the problem? You know why he gave it up? He was tipping pitches. Oh, was he? Yeah. His glove position was tipping pitches for Boston, and ha- Boston picked it up because they're happened. cheaters. No, we yeah. don't want to say tipping pitches so, is cheating. We've, we get, it's not cheating, and we get tip pitches. We, it does happen, though. I think we, I now am acutely aware of the fact that this is a thing. It is a thing. Because it's a, players, when you – we've had players talk about that, how often other players tip pitches and guys on the bench are constantly looking for it. Yeah. They're studying film for it. I think it happens way more than we realize. And you is know, Christian Javier – now, Javier's stuff doesn't look the same. I don't. It's not tipping pitches. His stuff just doesn't look the his, same. Uh, his stuff is not the same. No, but you, but you, you know s- how much you hate Presley and how much you hate Uncle Mike and you've you've been and you've been battering a Murphy and Miller. Well, Murphy and Miller saw it and Murphy and Miller fixed it. So thank you. They Murphy did and their Miller. job. Yeah, Great. they did their job. Yeah. Now do your job on Christian Javier. Well, that's a problem. So 
Javier is pitching the third game in the series, a game that you might have to have. I mean, you've got to have all the games now, but you're heading into, into Texas right after this. Big weekend series. The Yankees suck. Okay, there's no question about that. You lit up Radon, so you don't care about that. Severino can't. You, you're going to take care of that business. Javier's a big problem. Javier's a real, real problem. How much longer do you continue to, to roll him out there or just say, I think Kenyon, Kenyon Javier, I think you gotta go, you're going to have to go on the IR. Don't say that's so disrespectful. Uh, IR, not actually the IR. IL, injured list. What about getting himself right in Sugar Lane? Well, you can't say, I mean, he's a veteran player that's got a $64 million contract. There's got to be a reason so that he does a Jordan rehab down start to, down They there. sent Jordan down there. Yeah. No, for a rehab. They sent Altuve down. They sent Uncle Mike down, professional yeah. hitter. 19-year yeah. professional hitter. They said, go figure it out down there. No. no he said rehab. <laughs> they didn't send him down because of suck. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what you do with Javier. I, I just how I, much longer do you trot him out there when you got to have these games? I think I want Urquidy out of the bullpen. No, Urquidy threw a hundred pitches the other day out of the bullpen. I think I think I want Urquidy in a bullpen. Well, and according to this, according to ESPN, Urquidy is no longer part of the rotation. All right, it's yeah. Verlander, Brown. It's 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 Valdez, Verlander, Brown, Javier, France. Yeah. And then you can basically just squeeze Javier completely out. Now of it I don't know the, that they know that. It's just it's, they they put the the probable starters on this on the ESPN list. D- Dusty could change that up at any time. He could, but um, if you get to the playoffs, what you can do is basically just hide Javier in the bullpen. I no. mean, just say, look, I mean, you're not going to go with the fifth starter. Uh, I know Dusty might not because he's been a guy who's had great games and. We would all love for Javier to get back there, but it's just it well, hasn't shown itself for over two. No, months he could now. get Urquidy'd. Urquidy got that last year. Uh, Stanek got that yeah, but last Arquiti, year. Yeah, Urquidy actually wasn't great. No, at times no. last year, like he got kind of like Javier. The numbers are similar, actually. Yeah, no, 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 no. There's, there's very much a possibility that Javier is not going to be. He'll be sitting in the bullpen, or maybe you, know, you don't even put him on the roster. That's a possibility too. All right, 713-780-37. Oh, no, Josh Pate joins us on the other side. Brought to you by DeMarino's Barbecue. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of old Greg. I know what you're thinking. Here comes old Greg. He's a scaly manfish. I'm old Greg. John, Lance, and Dell are coming to you live. From the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles. What are they going to talk about? What happened? What happened now? <laughs> what happened? Update. Ooh, update. Update. Welcome back. We are live at the Golden Nugget DraftKings Sportsbook. What a great, great time of the year it is. And he's going to be celebrating it with us all year long. Josh Pate at Late Kick Josh on Twitter. Great follow. I've been following him. And he gives all kinds of great information. You can also see him at Late Kick Live, Late Kick Podcast. And Josh, well, hold welcome on. back Before to the we show. Get back into that with Josh. I got him. He's got to discuss this with us. He's got to give us a definition for this because I think it's important for this show. Pate State. Tell us what is Pate State. What does that mean when when people say, "Is this person uh, Pate State worthy?" What exactly is Pate State? Well. It's a great question. I'm glad you gave me this opportunity on this platform to clear it up. Uh, look, some of us, some of us love to live in a complete fairy tale land, and I'm one of them. 
And so I figured, why just have a show? Like, why just have Late Cake? Why not create our own fictitious university to attach to it as sort of a marketing appendage? And, well, look, it didn't stop there. That would have been a nice little T-shirt. But then all of a sudden people started asking, well, what in the world do I do to get into this fictitious university? So I said, well, don't act like a fool. Don't act like a loser. Be a good person. And also, you know, if you could you could help promote the show publicly, that would be great, too. And so anytime I say Pate State Material, it just means it's one of us, a person that's one of us. You two, in other words, would be Pate State Material. Nice. Not John. Yeah, no, no, no. He acts like a fool. He's out. (laughs) Well, listen, I think you're probably going to be partying at Pate State, so I'm in. But I will say this, Josh, I'm following you on Twitter, and I saw a tweet, a picture of you in a car with a young lady, and I never doubted, I never doubted your game, Josh. But I was like, "Hey, Josh got it going on at Pate State right now." Just so you know, look in Pate State summertime. Uh, we don't have class there, but we do have fun. And so, yeah, those are long car rides. Sometimes we take in the south, so you have to keep yourself company. And it, look, if there's a hitchhiker somewhere along the way, you pick her up. That's what you do. That's what you do. That's what you do. It's, it's called being a good person. Don't yeah. worry, John doesn't have class either. So that's uh, I've got I got class. I'm John, like they don't have class at Pate State, you, and you don't have any class. You're like school on Saturday. It's, no class. So let me ask you. We were talking. About, I think Florida State beats LSU this week. <laughs> that's the dumbest thing you've ever. No, said. No, that's not dumb at all. And Josh, tell him how dumb he is. Josh, what do you think now? Florida State versus LSU. Two very good coaches. Uh, Brian Kelly turned. He seemed to turn a corner pretty quickly last last year with LSU. Two good defenders, I thought, uh, Fabian Lovett and uh, obviously Jared Verse, come back for Florida State's defense. What are your thoughts on this game? I think in week one, just usually, I look at these games and I say, all right, havoc always matters. Like disruptive defensive fronts always matter. But they matter more to me in college in week one because everything is so wobbly anyway coming out of the gate. And this game has it both sides. LSU's got them, even without Mason Smith. LSU's got them. Uh, FSU's got them. You mentioned Jared Verse there. And a number of these guys, like what happens if these guys don't come back? Jordan Travis technically could have chosen not to come back. And instead, you got them all back there. They've done a good job two cycles in a row out of the portal and I think that as much as people are excited to watch these quarterbacks and as much as people are excited, and rightfully so, to see if there's an LSU wide receiver core behind Malik Neighbors or all these dudes that FSU could have, including that tight end, by the way, that they brought in, Jaheim Bell. Don't overlook him. I think it could be those defensive fronts that end up getting after someone and end up putting balls in the ground or forcing incomplete passes or forcing turnovers that ultimately decide it. I didn't have a strong feel on this. Like, I went LSU, but I went LSU very slightly. I didn't put any money on it, so I'm just going to kick my feet up and watch the game right after our show Sunday night. That's going to be so much fun. That's going to be a good game. Josh, tell us about, okay, let's just pick the the top three. New quarterbacks, who's going to struggle the most, Ohio State, Alabama, or Georgia with their quarterback, new quarterback situation? Well, I I, I got a lot of belief in Carson Beck. I was up there uh, last year. I guess I guess Georgia's down there for me relative to where I live now, but I was down there last year during the Tennessee week. I went over to their facility Friday and talked to a lot of their staff. This is when Stetson Bennett's there. And I said, if he went down, who would be the next guy? Or 
next year, like who will be the guy? And they never hesitated. They all said, oh, it's Carson Beck. Like Carson could play for us now. We would be comfortable putting him in now. So a lot of the quarterback competition stuff in spring and summer that was written a lot about, I didn't waste a lot of time on. I thought it would be him. I think he'll be fine. Ironically enough, it's the supporting pieces that I have a question about right now. Georgia's been really banged up at running back. Uh, they're already not elite at that position to the degree they have been in years past. Got a really good O-line. Uh, also wonder if a true wide receiver one will emerge on that team. Don't worry about tight end one, but wide receiver one, I wonder if he'll emerge. So unlike the situation at Alabama, where I think they have a really solid ground game to lean on, ditto at Ohio State, I look at Georgia and I actually think that may be the place the quarterback is asked to do a little more. And luckily for them, out of those three situations, I think they probably have the guy with, I don't know, I don't know if you want to call it the best arm talent, the best complete package uh, to be ready to go right now. So I'd say Carson Beck's the guy I'd circle, but those other two situations, man, those are so fascinating because you got about three or four teams in this country. Uh, we just mentioned three of them, but three or four teams in this country that can recruit at a level where they can afford to be average at quarterback or maybe a little above average at quarterback and still win a lot of games. And Ohio State's one of them, and Alabama's one of them. It's just a really small margin for error proposition when you do that. Josh Pate with us at Late Kick. Josh, brought to you by Damaris Barbecue. Brought to you by Damaris Barbecue. Thank you, John. Um, I've got a, I've got kind of a general football question. You know, the attention, the amount of attention given to to Deion Sanders has been just phenomenal. He's a showman. We know that. Um, he he brings eyes to the TV screen. I think people will pay attention to Colorado. But is it such a good thing for them this year? They've got over 50 players from the portal who are on the roster right now. I don't, they're over-under, I think, is three-and-a-half wins this year in Vegas. That's a lot of eyes to be looking at a program that's not going to be very good. Is it? Is it great that Dion and Colorado is getting this much attention this early on? I So there are two schools of thought there. I'm with you, I think, based on the tone of your voice. But the other school of thought is uh, someone somewhere along the way said any publicity is good publicity. Now, I've always thought that was one of the dumbest things that anyone could ever say. But people say it all the time. And so in this case, yeah, they've gotten a lot of publicity. It's invaluable free marketing. And I guess if you're coming off a one-win season, your retort is, yeah, it can't get any worse. And, okay, I'll grant you that. And I got all the respect in the world for Deion Sanders. It's it's just utterly insane what he was able to do. I think some of I think some people's anger towards him is misguided or misplaced. He's doing what he's allowed to do by the system. So if you don't like it, get mad at the system. Don't get mad at him. But I'm telling you, I think TCU is going to skull drag them Saturday. And I think the mismatch in many places, but specifically on the line of scrimmage, and also the exposure of what the difference is in getting a bunch of guys versus creating a football team is going to be exposed. And it's like you said, it's the kind of thing where you build it up and you build it up and you build it up and ooh, that's what it's going to be like. It's, it's like back in the day when SMU came off the death penalty and, you know, people were excited, but they also didn't know like, what do we expect here? I mean, we used to win. Are we going to win again? And then, they're getting 60, 70, 80, 90 hung on them, and they, they just get totally disheartened. That's what you gotta, that's what you got to look out for out there. 
Josh Pate with us, brought to you by Demaris Barbecue here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, live from the DraftKings Sportsbook in Lake Charles at the Golden Nugget. Uh, how bullish are you on Texas this year? I'm pretty bullish on them, but you always got to be careful in the public arena when you talk positively about Texas because you get you get 47 people throwing the, will you always do this line back at you? And I don't always do it. Um, and everything I say is public, so you can go back and find it. I haven't always touted Texas. In fact, I don't think the words Texas is back have ever come out of my mouth because it's already played out even before they've ever been back. But I I think I've talked to you guys about this before. I'll say it one more time before the season starts. One of the biggest lies, one of the biggest myths in college football was, well, Texas was always recruiting really great. Well, Texas always had really great players. They did not, and they were not. Uh, it is it is what I call the Christmas tree fallacy of recruiting. You could go and recruit 25 ornaments. You could go get 25 five-star receivers. You're going to have a really highly rated class. Your team's going to suck. So you don't have a line of scrimmage talent. And they didn't have that. <laughs> Excuse me. And so when Sark came in there, uh, they made a, a decided effort to change that. And that's always a work in progress. But they're so night and day different on the line of scrimmage now. When you can actually say to yourself, Texas may be able to lean on run defense a little bit. Texas may be able to win a game defensively if they need to. I don't know when the last time we said that was. I mean, they've been re- they've been converting wide receivers to safeties for a little while. What that's that's the boat Texas had been in. So I look really forward. Ironically, with everyone else talking about offense, I look forward to seeing how far they've come defensively. That week two game, everyone's got circled Bama against Texas. I'm looking forward to it because I know what Bama's about to try and do offensively this year, and they could be lethal doing it. Their first big test is, ironically, Texas coming in, and Texas' run defense. And um, is that, a, is that a, a kind of a stonewall matchup? Is there a decided advantage one way? That's out of September. That's the thing I'm looking forward to the most. Josh Pate, at Lake Kick Josh on Twitter. Uh, you can find his podcast, Late Kick Podcast, all the stuff that he's doing at CBS Sports. He is uh, growing and growing and growing, becoming one of the foremost authorities on college football, and he'll be with us every week. Brought to you by Damaris Barbecue right here on Wednesdays at 8.30. Josh, one is in the books. We really appreciate it. Great stuff and looking forward to a great college football season. Yes, sir. See you guys next week. All right. There's Josh Pate right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You're hooked up with it. Toss a coin to your witcher. Let's get back to the squeaky clean, non-gambling or drinking John and Lance. Live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Anything wor- worth watching tonight, Nebraska, Minnesota? Well, you got Florida and Utah. Florida, Utah. No, Whoa. there's two really Cam, good games. Cam Rising is doubtful. Uh, Probably not going to play. Get on that Matt Rule train yeah. today. Take the points. The Matt Rule train. I know everyone's rowing the boat with Minnesota, but uh, Matt Rule is a very good college coach. He's only had one losing season. New quarterback uh, at Minnesota, Tanner Morgan. Hey, by the way, he got cut from his team. Yeah, he's stunk. Yeah, uh, and Muhammad Ibrahim, who I like so much, he just injury issues. He's his medicals weren't great. He got cut too. But uh, no, I, I think uh, I think Nebraska, after waiting and waiting and waiting for Scott Frost, 
I would not be surprised if Nebraska ends up winning this. I think they were a – I don't know what they are now, but I think at one point they were six six and a half point dog. But I, Matt Rule will, will get this thing cooking. We do have to mention pretty cool scene yesterday, 92,000 people, the most uh, attendance, the highest attended women's event ever, ever. I guess, in ever. anything in yeah. the world. 91,000 at the Women's World Cup. And so this basset at 92, or 90-plus thousand, this was 91 They played plus at the football stadium, and they had seating also on the, on the ground of, of, the, uh, of the field where they played the volleyball match. Really cool. You can only get you can only pull something like that off at a college town, honestly, where yeah. everyone rallies behind it. But I thought that was a really cool scene, and Nebraska won. I guess they've got a really good team, too. Well, they've got five national championships. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know they're they're really really popular there. That was cool. It was a neat scene, and um, yeah, and they and they pulled it off. The nice, good for good on them. That's a that's a that's a fun time. Um, and I'm in LA. If I was there, I would have gone. See, I tried I, to go anyway. I was going to not bring up the 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 dichotomy of conversations that happened before this show started. But he then, then he said he was an ally, so I can't leave it alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, so I, I opened the door. Yeah, to, I was going to let it go. I was like, you know, some things we don't talk about. But then he had to. Well, one yeah. of the girls looked like Ashley Judd. He opened that, the door, which is fine. Yeah. That's fine okay. to recognize. Counselor, you opened the door to this <laughs> yeah. questioning, this line of questioning. Yeah, uh-huh. I, why is this isn't relevant? Well, he opened the door, Judge. <laughs> Relevance. Yeah. All right, I'll let him proceed. Yeah. So, Careful, Counselor. So we were let in by the great people here at um, the DraftKings Sportsbook here at the Gold nugget and john had an impromptu conversation actually it was more of a monologue because the the gentleman didn't re- really respond because he's like "Ooh, i don't know about that so john goes not just the ashley judd thing he goes well he says something about i understand why all those people would go look at them and, <laughs> no, they got good they got good looking girls on the team and then they're a popular and team then john yeah. and then john has to go on fox 26 and talk about it. Oh, he, he does the phony John came out. He does the Astro stuff. He does the he does uh, the Texans, and then Nate Griffin, who's who we know. I, I, I feel great for those girls. He talked 90, about he ninety two thousand. He goes, John, people. what about the ninety two thousand at the yeah. mouth? And he goes, Yeah, it's great. It's great for women's sports. And then he goes, Oh, it's, it's much better than what the Nebraska football does, and all this stuff, type of stuff. So there are two very TV different conversations. John's different. TV huh. Johnny is different. No, from yeah. no, no. I'm the same Draft guy. DraftKings Johnny. You're not the same. Uh, guy. I'm the same same guy. I feel great for him. I'm an ally. DraftKings. <laughs> Women's sports are important in this no. country. That yes, was, they that, are. Yes, that's true. That's true. But but initially it was like, oh, look at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, they are very good, fine-looking young yeah, ladies. And I and I responded because I actually am an ally. Well, they do actually, you know, play the game well, and they no, have they do. The and I pointed out five national championships. Yes, Thank you on Fox Twenty Six. Yeah, and right here. Okay, five national championships. He opened so. the, off the, off the so they're, everybody's <laughs> yeah. behind that team. Good, good, nice job. Well done, ladies. Well done. All right. Well, when we come back, we will, we will bring more. Phony. No, not phony. Phony. I, I, I can't be more real. Man of the people. That's what I am. Okay. Okay. Hey, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the DraftKings Sportsbook and how you can get here on the other side.